Hello folks, thanks for joining the Step Back Podcast. Me, John Rogers, uh, joined by Leah McGuinn, Luke Walsenholm, unfortunately not available for this episode. Today we are discussing the team with the best record in the league, the Philadelphia 76ers, Leo's beloved Philadelphia 76ers, so you can expect some objectivity from him there. Um, we also discuss Luka Doncic's form. We make an apology to Stephen Curry. Uh, he may have received some slander last week, but responded in fine fashion, it's fair to say. And we ask whether the Toronto Raptors are just having an early season blip or whether there's some more long-term problems. All that and a little bit more waffle on this The Step Back podcast. Welcome back to the Step Back Podcast. Me, John Rogers, Leah McGuinn, and uh, we're without uh, Mary Wollstonecraft this time, aren't we, Leah? Uh, unfortunately, yeah, yeah. Had to had to step this one out. Just uh, his basketball knowledge wasn't up to it, but uh, we'll carry on. We'll carry on in, in his absence. Strong case of hating the boys. Nineteen. Yeah, yeah. Itis, absolutely, etc. Etc. Et yeah. um, but we'll struggle on without him. Um, I got a, a little quiz question. Uh, for you at the start of this show, uh, Leo. Yeah, go on. So, uh, just because, you know, I'm obsessed with us, uh, I looked up all the NBA players whose names either Leo, Luke, or John. And uh, there are five of them. Right, in the league currently? In the league currently. Okay. Do you want me to name them? Yes, please, if you can. Uh, all right, Luke Kennard. Yes. Uh, John Wall. Yes. That's 40%. That's, yeah, that's pass a pass. Level. Surely that's pass there's, no, there's no Leo. Surely. Is there? Uh, no, actually, there is no Leo. Well, there's so, no Leo. Uh, <laughs> Luke and John's. John, I'm, I'm so sure I'm missing more. some obvious ones. Uh, Luke, 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 Luke Walton. Mm, not a current player. I mean, well, you did, oh, current players, yeah. John, 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 John Johnson. No. Uh, <laughs> so there's three more. Two of them are super obscure. One of them you'll know at least. Yep. Um, I'll reveal them at the end. See if our oh, listeners can God. think of them. That's all I'm yeah. going to be thinking of the whole time. No, if no. I, take if, your... if I remember them, do I want me to shout them out mid? Yeah, or... just, yeah, okay. just, <laughs> just drop conversation. everything. Yeah, okay, okay. Drop everything and go for it. Um, so what's, what stood out to you uh, over the past week then, Leo? Yeah, yeah, it's been, um, it's started to get, yeah, I know we talked last time about how it had been a bit of a boring start. It's been a bit more fun, hasn't it, since then? Um, a lot's happened, as it tends to do in the in the NBA world when you, you know, a week goes past, just suddenly everything's different. I mean, it's still the very formative stage, isn't it, when there's so many games and, you know, what, there's been six, most teams have played six games, which realistically is, is not that many. But there's been some surprises, isn't there? I mean, we've talked, we've talked the Nets up a lot and, and they've not been amazing. Um, there's been some surprise in the East, some very bad teams being very good, like the Magic and the Cavs and the Hawks. Um, and some good teams not being so good in the East as well, and especially um, especially the Raptors are one and five, which is which is good fun. Um, and the Wizards looking like they lost that trade with your boys, didn't they? I mean, Westbrook has not done much, and John Wall's been pretty good. John Wall has been good. Um, I think averaging oh, something like twenty-five, five and six, mm. something. And good in Harden's absence as well, which is um, which is promising. Yes. 
Yeah, yeah. No, it's been it, it's been a surprising start to the season in as you say, looking like the Rockets maybe, you know, marginally won that trade. Um still two and three on the season, got beaten last night by the uh, Mavericks. Um, who themselves have had a bit of a rocky start, um, a, a strange start. You know, they they blew out the um, blew out the Clippers, of course. But um, yeah, they've got a they're three and four of the season so far. Doncic not shooting well, um, although you know still putting up big big numbers. Um, but I totally agree. I think it's kind of sparked into life a little bit more. I think in the West we're starting to see. Uh, teams you'd expect in their sort of correct positions. I mean, the top three Clippers, Suns, Lakers, Jazz, that's not, that's not too far away from what, what you would expect. But as you say, out East, um, the only kind of, I don't know, contender you'd say who is, who is really got into first gear, Leo, would be mm-hmm. the Philadelphia 76ers. <laughs> the best record in the league, you say? Best record and, in the league. Six and one. I was praying they won last night because I knew we were doing this today. And yesterday, obviously, they had best record in the league, five and one, because the Suns lost the game of five and two. I was just praying they'd win so I could say, yes, they had the best record in the league. Um, I will start it with a caveat that they haven't played anyone particularly good so far. And I'll be, no, they haven't. They've been the Hornets two nights in a row and um, they played the Cavs and they've not played great teams, but they have been pretty good. Um, and I tell you who's been very good, uh, one um, conference player of the week, actually, is to been Tobias Harris, which has been pleasantly surprising. I mean, people said under his old coach and Doc, he'd be somewhat back to his best. And he, he does. He looks really good. His decisiveness looks a lot better, which is something about him. He, he just His decision-making wasn't great last season. And, um, but it, it looks back, and he's been shooting 47% um, from three. Uh, and he's putting up good numbers. He's averaging 20 um, 20 points a game and that's exactly what they need from them and I tell you the best thing about last night they, they beat Charlotte and it was fairly comfortable was Embiid only played 25 minutes only put up 14 points and that's something that the Sixers have struggled with and the one game they've lost this season has been when Embiid didn't play and um, when he doesn't play they look a shadow of the team didn't play a huge amount last night didn't put up huge points Sixers still look pretty good so yeah it's been really good really good spacing uh, Curry's been something 16 from 28 from three since the opening night. Uh, look, yeah, hot, just like his brother. It's a couple of hot brothers, hot siblings. Not the hot, normal hot, hot sibling we like to watch, eh, John? But, uh, but still, still been pretty good. Um, but yeah, D- Danny Green, as I've mentioned, not been amazing. He's been a little bit better, 13 points in, in back-to-back nights um, and 30% from three. Danny, get those numbers up. But yes, very, very encouraging. And I'm, I'm excited about the season. Um, and I'll tell you who I love as well, just one more point, Tyrese Maxey, uh, the rookie off the bench, just gives him something, he's, he's just got a bit of something, a bit of spark off the bench, he's a good scorer, um, and I mean defensively the Sixers are, you know, incredible, um, and yeah, it's just been, uh, the whole package has been very exciting so far. So yes, John, thank you for bringing it up, so I could go on that <laughs> spiel. No, I've been, I have been impressed, I mean... To your point, the teams they've they've beaten so Wizards, Knicks, lost to the Cavs, beat the Raptors, Magic, Hornets, Hornets, uh, got the Wizards uh, on Thursday. So it's been an easy start to the season schedule wise. But um, 
like, look, you've got to judge them on the body of work they've done and they've done very well. And uh, yeah, I'm pleased you brought up Tyrese Maxey because I was watching the highlights of the uh, Hornets game this morning and he, he definitely stood out. Um, I thought it looked like he's got a little bit of everything. Uh, I thought defensively, he looks really scrappy, um, which I like. And as you say, super, super good defensive team. I mean, I'm looking down their lineup. Of course, you've got Matisse Thigel, who is... Um, octopus man with his whatever eight foot arms um but there aren't other like seth curry kind of stands out as a as a weak link there but he's surrounded by ben simmons joel and danny green and then you know tobias harris uh, a lot of length um there like a load of length um so yeah um also, Dwight Howard been cleaning up on the boards, I feel like. Yeah, I don't love I, Dwight as a guy. He's just not a very likable personality. But um, I think he could be a you know, good, uh, good part of the team. I, I think it's funny because, I mean, yeah, Dwight Howard has done exactly what you'd expect. I mean, and Seth Curry, you know, these serviceable role guys. And you bring them in to do that and they've done what, you know, you don't expect anything more, nothing less. The, really, the funny thing, I think, is this is what people have been saying for years with Embiid and Simmons need to surround them with shooters um, like Curry, like, like Green, you know, these guys who aren't going to be on huge money, but can, can shoot threes. And, you know, for, you just kind of think, why have they not done it before now? You know, uh, but yeah, I, I mean, thank God they've finally done it. And, um, and yeah, you know what, there's not been the huge expectation on the Mount East this year, I think, um, despite bringing in Doc Rivers because of the Nets and because of the Bucks and because of the Celtics. You know, there's not been that huge expectation, which is quite nice, actually. And it's just kind of let them fly under the radar a little bit. Um, yeah, but not for much longer if they keep on going like this. But, uh, but yeah, look, my, my prediction for who's going to win the East looking pretty good at the moment. <laughs> yeah. Uh, does this mean anything? I mean, as you said, it's super early. Does this mean anything for a potential James Harden move? Are you even more staunchly opposed to it um, than you were before? I am even more staunchly opposed to it. I was always staunchly opposed to it, and I, I am even more staunchly opposed. Now, oh, now it would just frustrate me so much. It would just be like, you know, it just looks like a nice little unit, a team that are going to, you know... Be placed, I'll place pretty nicely to make a little run this year and just to blow that up now. Uh, look, mm. I know, Harden's Harden, I'm not gonna. And look, maybe he joins the team and and uh, the Sixers go 81 and one, but um, <laughs> but no, I'm I'm very much totally opposed to Harden. Yeah, what, what's gonna happen with Harden, John? You to tell me, Oracle. Well, look, he's come back, he's looked quite good. I, I've constantly had this thought in my head because I I have been a lot higher on the Rockets than a lot of other people. I've thought like Christian was going to come in. He's going to absolutely ball. Uh, I didn't know about John Wall, but like we've been pleasantly surprised by him. Uh, I thought he'd be serviceable at the very least. Um, and then I think, you know, we, we lost Daryl Murray, of course, but um, our, our backroom normally does a pretty good job at putting together, you know, pulling a decent roster together off the scrap heat with, you know, players this year like David Nwaba. And, and we've drafted quite well. Um, Tashawn Tate has been quite good already. Um, who a player I had, you know, no no uh, idea about until he turned up in the starting lineup. But um, so I always thought the Rockets were going to be a bit better than people were saying, and and I kind of thought if we if we keep James around long enough, he's going to just put you know do a U turn on this when he finds out we're like a fourth, fifth, fifth seed. Um, but I don't know if that's just me being ridiculously opt- optimistic. I mean, it kind of depends on his motivation motivation for wanting out, doesn't it? Because if it's based on wanting to challenge, you know, if the team's good, then that could that could flip around. But if it's more, you know, the relationship is gone, 
um, wants a fresh start, you know, that's not going to flip around. So um, look, the Rockets kind of relatively good start to the season has got me quite optimistic that regardless of whether James stays or, or goes, like presumably if he goes, there's going to be a nice package there for him because he's, you know, so far he started the season pretty well. Um, so it's got me pretty optimistic about the Rockets moving forward, whether he stays or goes. Mm, you, yeah, and there's still a way back from it at the moment. You just with James Harden, you just seem you feel like he's the type of guy to do something where there's no way back from. You know, just to force his hand, um, whatever that it, that may be. I'm sure it'll be entertaining, whatever it is. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't know. It just feels a bit like he he wants out for out's sake. Um, I, that might not be true at all, but um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, for the Rockets' sake, I'd I'd like to see him uh, set the Rockets just because I'd love to see what he can do with um with John Wall and and um and Christian Wood. I, I just think they've got, as you said, yeah. That you know, people have talked about how written the Rockets off a bit. I think, but um, but that is a nice little team they got there, you know. And I think if they've got Harden at Harden's at Harden's level, then I mean that's they're going to be a problem for anyone, really. Just Christian Wood, he is such a like an Anthony Davis kind of beta version. Mm. Um, it, it's so, I just, I look at it now and I'm like, offensively, you're, you're such a, you're, you're such a similar player. Like, hey, has the shot. Um, he's really good finishing around the rim. Um, can do, you know, can do it off the dribble as well. Defensively, I think um, he's not, he's not bad, but Anthony Davis is defensive player of the year level. Um, mm. Look, clearly AD is, you know, a step above Christian Wood, but it, I just watch them and I'm like, you know, you, your offensive game is, uh, is so similar. So I've so enjoyed you, that so far. So you're saying Christian Wood is, is Anthony Davis, the same player? Uh, I'm saying give it six months. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then yeah. they might be, all right. Yeah. It's fair enough. Yeah. 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 But um, yeah. Also just pivoting off the Rockets, um, just cause I, I like Luka Doncic a lot. And as I said in the, in the pre- intro, he hadn't started the season uh, brilliantly, not great from three. I think it was something like nine percent he was shooting, something like that, for a while. That's but not very, um, good. not very good. But like last night, awesome against the Rockets. Thirty-three points, sixteen rebounds, eleven assists. Um, we picked him for MVP, I think. Yeah, didn't we? yeah. Well, I, yeah, yeah. We, we both did. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, we both did. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think Dallas need to improve their record. But um, I just like watching him play. Basically. But I, I think with Doncic as well, it was never really a question like, oh, is he not going to be the set? You know, you knew it was coming. You know, it, you know it's not going to be, it's not going to last if he's got a bit of a, a, a dip in form. He's just too good for it not to last, you know. And no one can put up the insane numbers he can every Well, some people can, like LeBron. But, uh, you know, it's pretty hard to put up those numbers every week. But, yeah, I, I think... Uh, I think he's going to kick on from here and be uh, be pretty scary for the rest of the league. I hope so anyway, because I love watching him play. I hope so. I don't know how you think about him in, in your head, but I know kind of when I think about him, I'm like, this guy's a super skillful kind of point guardy player. Mm. And then you watch him play, I'm just struck by like how big he is. He's, he's, a, he's yeah. a giant. He is. He is he's, he's huge. Um, and yeah, he's not... Yeah, when you think... I know what you mean. When you think of him in your head, you think of him as a little kind of... You know, but that's not what he is. He's just, but he's got everything. Yeah, maybe he doesn't have the the speed of some players, but he's just uh, his IQ more than makes up for it. And I think Doncic, yeah. because he's one of the pe- people I I just couldn't believe he didn't go number one. I just could not believe that because I just loved him so much. And a lot of people did before he came into the league. 
and it just it was that thing of I think a lot of non-Americans really were like oh it's classic Americans just underrating EuroLeague players um, mm. so to see him vindicated and more is just so enjoyable and just to see him tear up the league like a guy who comes from Europe and and it kind of showed that the, you know the NCAA isn't all that you don't people are well he didn't play college basketball yeah you're alright he's playing in the second best league in the, in the world against men at 16 so I think it'll be alright <laughs> Yeah, I don't know about you, but European players, I, I kind of, because there aren't a lot of British players who make it out there. I'm, I kind not of a like, huge amount, no. Not a huge amount. I mean, OG technically flies under, yeah, the, under the flag. I mean, yeah, yeah. You know what, we'll take him. We'll take wherever we We'll can take get, him. But, we'll take yeah, him, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, speaking of OG, speaking of the Raptors, Leo, you wanted to what have a go segue. at Pascal Siakam. What a segue. This guy... It's great. Anyway. Um, no, just the Raptors in general. I mean, they've been so poor. I mean, um, yeah, they just and and Pascal Siakam. If he doesn't, if he doesn't improve and pick up his game, the Raptors are going to be nowhere at the end of the season. Uh, they gave Fred Van Fleet a lot of money. He looks fine. Um, he's averaging about twenty. Carl Larry looks okay as well. Uh, they're not the problem. But I mean, it's really interesting because um, Siakam. I mean, it started in the bubble. He was he was poor in the, in the postseason, and since he got they put um, the Celtics when they played the Celtics, they put Jalen Brown on him, um, and it feels like teams have worked him out. You know, um, ever since then, every team they've played have put um, a smaller defender on them. So someone, I mean, Siakam six nine. They've always put someone who can match his speed um, because Siakam was blowing past these bigger guys, and and. Since they've done that, I mean, his average has gone down from 23 to 17 or something like that. Field goal percentage down like 8% or something. And he just, if he doesn't find a way to adjust, I mean, he's still obviously going to be a good player, but he's not going to be, they've pinned their hopes on Siakam. He's their franchise star. If he's not, and he's only going to be averaging 16, 17, and he can't find a way to negate that teams have worked him out, which is what good good players do. They, they, when teams work them out, they become better if he can't do that then the Raptors are in a lot of trouble I would say much like Jurgen Klopp's Liverpool side he has been worked out no that's incorrect that's an incorrect what you say John John that's no you don't know that oh you've got confused don't worry about it you don't John doesn't really know football guys so don't worry isn't about it? it no um, no one's in three or, but, or well, a 1-0 loss to Southampton in three. I mean, oh, Arsenal have won their last three games, so I can't, uh, I can't relate to your struggles. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, for the Raptors, yeah, it's been super disappointing, hasn't it? And I was saying to you before we started, you just don't expect this from this franchise that's um, just like the epitome of professionalism for the past how many years? Uh, Nick Nurse, you don't expect that from him. He seems to get the most out of whatever roster he's been handed, whether that you know, was a title um, or just well exceeding expectations last year. Um, but um, still super early days, as we've, as we've been saying, yeah. they've got more than enough to turn it around. Um, it, it is funny. I would just say as well, though, this is kind of what people expected last year from the Raptors. You know, um, this is what people expected when Kawhi left, you know, people thought ah, the Raptors would be nowhere, but then Pascal Siakam's, um, you know, kind of stood up and became this you know unbelievable franchise player and it's kind of catching up with them now but yeah as you said very early you know it's a bit but yeah, what is it uh you know less than 10 percent of the way through the season it's just started they've got they've got a lot of you know they've got a lot long way to go and they can definitely catch up but yeah definitely i think i think raptors fans have wanted more from our guy og ananobi um i think i think he's the one people have 
have looked to because you know Fred Van Vliet, you kind of know what you're you're going to get. He's a good player. Um, Pascal Siakam, as you say, he doesn't seem to be taking more steps forward. Um, but OG each year has has got better, um, and I think I don't know. Raptors fans would have liked him to take take another jump potentially. I mean, he's still he's still young, isn't he? Look at him; he's twenty three, I think, or twenty four. Yeah, I think with OG, I mean, when he first came through, you know, he was good, and he's not quite made that leap that people thought he would. Um, and yeah, you're right; he's he's become a good role player for the for the Raptors, but not a huge amount more. Um, so yeah, I think I think you're right there. I think the Raptors fans definitely wanted and expected more from OG, um, which I haven't quite got from yet. But as you said, he's 23. Give the guy some time. You know, the NBA is a very, and NBA fans are very harsh on players. They've got very short memories. So give OG some time. He'll be yeah. all right, I reckon. The other thing I, I thought, Leo, is uh, do you think it's affecting them playing in Tampa rather than in, because I know that there's no fans anyway, but mm. I don't know, just maybe slightly out there and their comfort zone. Yeah. Yeah, it's an interesting point. It is a weird one, isn't it? I mean, you, 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 and you are, you know, it's different. It's weird for the players as well because, you know, that that you know, Toronto is their home. So families, I mean, families back. Families, in exactly, exactly. So yeah, it could it could very well be affecting them. Um, yeah, it's a good point actually. I mean, but and once they get used to that, maybe maybe they will be a bit better. But yeah, how that, far? It, that, how far is Tampa from pretty Canada? Far, mate. Would pretty you know far. this? I yeah, wouldn't. Florida. To... Oh, if it's in for Florida. Watch your <laughs> Florida to uh, Toronto is pretty far, mate. So it's not not quite uh, long not way. Quite, you know, it's a long way. Yeah, so it could so be it's a like, good point. It's not like London to Essex, or not qu- not quite. There's no. not many trains that go uh, that way. But, got it. Uh, yeah. Got it. Got it. Got yeah. it. Got it, got it, got it. Okay, has anything else caught your eye? Uh, oh, we haven't, of course something's caught our eye. We haven't even talked about Stephen Curry dropping a career-high 62 points. That um, caught my eye, John. Did that catch your eye, yeah. Caught my eye. Um, so, I'm not taking credit for it, but okay. I did slag him off and say Dame mm. Lillard was essentially the same player as him. You, you um, did say that, that's true, I remember. And then in his post-match uh, sort of conference, Steph did say, you know, have you seen the Jordan meme? I took that personally. Um, so was he speaking to me? I don't want to say he was. Who are you to say? Who am I to say? But, but maybe. What, what I would say is read between the lines. Read between the lines. Yeah. Everything happens for a reason. Um, yeah. And look, I'll take some credit for the 62 point. And, and it's unlikely he doesn't listen to this podcast. So, I exactly. mean, look, just put, let's put two, two together. We're not saying anything. We'll leave that there. Yeah. Put and two, by the way, ag- against Dame Lillard as well. So, <laughs> I mean, he knew it was... it's, it's all, it's all adding up. Um, yeah. So I, we, well, we both called, called the Warriors terrible um, after yes. their first two games, uh, which I think we were justified in doing. And I, I still so. maintain their ros- roster is um, a pile of shit, basically. Yeah. It's trash. But, um, I love, love, you just love to see that from Steph. And um, let's go, let's go, Steph. Do more. 50 points every night. Let's go. Uh, I love to see it. And I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm delighted. I think most people who, who love basketball are just, I mean, Steph playing with that kind of verb and that vigor and just hitting these shots and hitting threes. It's just, it's pretty mm. good to see. Um, and I, I, don't, I don't think you'll find many 
NBA fans who weren't happy to see it, to be honest with you. Maybe, maybe some Blazers fans. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and, and you know, I do agree. The roster is still poor without without Clay, and um, and I don't think they're going to do anything special this year. I think it's a great chance for Steph just to have fun this year and just, you know, as I said, it might be another, not a throwaway season, but, you know, another development season for Wiseman and, and Curry Pumbeck from the injury. And he really can just have fun this year, you know. He, there's not a huge amount of pressure on them. I know they're on TV a lot, um, so there is a, a certain amount of pressure on them. And, and Steph Curry is Steph Curry, so there's always any pressure on him. But, I mean, he can just go out and ball out every night without a huge amount of expectations of wins. And, uh, you know, he's going to have the ball the whole time. You know, he's, he's, he's the main guy. And then second, you've got, you know, Wiggins a long way down. Um, so, yeah, I, I, think, I think it's probably a good situation for him to just have a, have a good mm. year. And I, I expect more of that from Curry. And I expect you'll be seeing a few of those type of performances. Yeah, you know it's, you know it's a good performance when um, the BBC actually show little highlights yeah. of it, little yeah, clips yeah, of yeah, it. Yeah. On and the you kind of like, what? A BBC? Yeah, yeah. When BBC are getting basketball, you know, okay, this is serious. Yeah, you know, here we go, here we go. They had Doncic on the other day, which I thought was a sign of his... Um, whatever growing stature within the game mm, uh, interesting yeah um no and, and he followed that up with a 30 point a 30 point game and a win warriors had another win so they now have a positive record look at that four and three yes they do um so um maybe well again super early in the season uh sure maybe they'll push for the playoffs um i wouldn't have thought anything more than sort of an seven eight seed uh, max uh, 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 yeah max exactly i would agree with that max um, right, Leo, do you want to know the answers to... Um, I do want to know the answers. Yeah, wait, oh, your name's John, John Collins. John I Collins. just thought that there, just, and the other two are obscure, are they? They're obscure. I, I would be impressed if you... Is it uh, one John, one Luke, or...? No, two Lukes. Luke Wood. Oh, sorry, sorry. one John, one Luke. Sorry, one right. John, one Luke. Uh, so what I just said. Uh, so, John... Chicago, a Chicago player. Is it Luke or John? It's not. No, which one is it? John or Luke? Oh. <laughs> what do you think I said? Luke. It's Luke. Yeah. yeah I, thought you were, I thought you were naming a player called Luke, Luke John. John. <laughs> he's a good lad, mate. He's a good lad. Yeah, he's a good lad. Uh, so Luke, uh, Luke, uh, Luke Valentine. Uh, no. Shooter. No. Luke Shooter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He shoots, mate. He shoots. Right, who is it? You to tell, uh, Luke Cornet. Right. Okay. And he where's is, the John? Where's the? He's seven foot two, and uh, he. I don't think he's played a game. Hey, he's a good uh, lad. Though. He's keeping him around the squad. No, he's a good keeping lad. Him oh, the look at this. And... Two, two point. He averages two points per game and one rebound per game. Good so, player, mate. He's a good player. I've always said that about Cornet. Keeping out. Keep That's tall. That's very tall. <laughs> it's tall, mate. That is tall. And the John, the other John. Um, so for? as you said, John Collins, John Wall, and then the other yeah. one's John Conchar. From Memphis. Well, you've made that and up. You've made no, that no, up. no. John Contra. Well, I, I, John Contra, I do not know who that is. No, me neither. Um, I, me neither. And we are, we're the top basketball experts in the country, mate. So if I don't know who John Contra is, then no we one are. does. We are. No do you know does. what? I think he played. He played against Good the Good for him. Good for oh, him. Oh, mate, he is playing a lot of minutes. We're, this is bad from us. We should know who Luke Contra is. We should yeah. know. He's played 16, 16, 23, 27, 17 minutes. Uh, just to point out this yeah. a little bit, obviously we know who Luke Concha is. Ha ha, ha ha, we, ha, we got ha, them, John. Ha, 
Got to them. Got them. Got them. Um, <laughs> nice. Uh, good save. Any other business, Leo? Before we. Uh, yeah. Well, well, one last thing. KD's out for uh, four games. Um, yes. With coronavirus isolation. Be interesting for the Nets, who have not been very good. KD missed a couple of game, win- game winners. Um, and didn't get too much flack for it, actually. Some people said, imagine that was LeBron. That's a good point. If it was LeBron, he would be, you know, people would be laughing at him and the fraud and whatever they say. But, um, but yeah, I mean, they're three and four. Um, KD's out for four games minimum. You know, things aren't so rosy in the, the, old, the old Nets garden. Um, so, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how it goes over there. Yeah, I mean, we obviously, last week, I was like, Gassing the nets up, I thought they looked very impressive. That's just it. Just shows like this early season, you can be made to look an idiot after about you know yeah. a week yeah. of, of games. So um, yeah, they've lost their last. Uh, they've lost their last two. Lost to the Hawks and to the Wizards. Each episode, um, essentially, what happens is we say, "Oh, this, they're really good," and then they're bad for a bit. And we go, "Oh, they're bad," and then they're good again. It's oh, come on, just make your mind up. Can we be right about something? You know? Yeah. No, literally every take I've had has been wrong so far. <laughs> At least you've got the sixes to fall back on. Yeah, yeah. Long may it continue, John. I, I like these takes, mate. Yeah, love it. Well, uh, let's leave it there. Hopefully we can get um, Luke uh, Wilson home back on the pod yeah. next week. And Luke Cornet, hopefully. Hopefully he'll come on eventually. Come on, Luke. Seven foot two, Luke Cornet from Chicago. Uh, thanks, for, thanks for joining, Leo. And thanks for joining, listener. Thank you for listening. We are on Spotify. We are on Apple Podcasts. We are on your illegal Belarusian podcast feed. I don't know why you'd need it, but we are everywhere. We are in your kitchen. We are in your bedroom. We are in your living room. If that's where you choose to play us, um, we're not there physically. It goes without saying. Um, thank you for listening to this episode of the Step Back Podcast. Join us again next week for uh, more from Leo, Luke and myself. Until then, bye-bye.